generally speaking, more people attend the ones that are technique based. Why do you think that is? I want to just ask you that and, and see some of the answers. So more people tend to attend, tend to attend the webinars that are thing or extending or whatever you might call it. So some technique or tip that can help you speak more fluently now, more people attend that than attend the ones where we're talking about identity, mindset, uh, and in this one, we're talking about thinking. So why do you think more people attend the other ones? Go ahead and type, type your, your answer in there. Okay, type your answer in there for me, and let me just see what your responses are. So, and then we'll come back to that. But what you find is that everything starts with your thinking. Everything starts with your thinking. So there's three things that I'm going to do. Very important for you to remember, and I write those on the board. It's kind of the foundation of this entire webinar and this entire process. But before we do that, let's just talk about some of the situations that you might be experiencing and why you're probably here today and how this webinar is going to help you, how it's going to address that. So some of the things that I know some of you are experiencing is that you constantly think about your speech. You're constantly thinking about your speech. You're thinking about words that you can't say, you're worrying about speaking situations that are coming up in your day. You might in a meeting where you might have to speak to colleagues, where you might have to speak up in class, you may have to read or you may have to introduce yourself. Some of you worry about ordering the coffee that you want. You find yourself worrying about and feeling anxious about and often feeling I've talked to some people that say, I, I think about my speech negatively all day long, all day long. That's all that I think about. So I know that some of you don't have to imagine what it's like, but with that, it's like a weight that you're carrying around every day. I know what that felt like as well, to have to walk around and constantly be worrying about my speech, if I'm going to be able to say this, if I'm going to get stuck, if I do get stuck, then what am I going to do? All of these kinds of things. Sometimes you have anticipatory thoughts where you're simply anticipating that you are going to get stuck. You know, if I have to say these things, I will get stuck. Okay. So we've talked about these things before, but this is the situations where these are the situations that you probably find yourself in, which is why you're here today. So what we're going to do is talk about your speech in terms of inputs and outputs. Like that's one way we're going to talk about your speech, inputs and outputs. Okay. And then I'm going to share with you Three foundation principles, if you will, that it's very important for you to remember. All right. So 
The first one is this. The first one is this. Number one. You can, you can change and control your thoughts and thinking. You can change and control your thoughts and thinking. You can change and control your thoughts and thinking. So the first thing is that you have to actually believe that you can change your thoughts, that you can control your thoughts, that you can change your thinking, that you can control and change your thoughts and thinking. You have to believe that because if you don't believe it, then what will happen is you will not even make an effort to try to do so. Now, let me give you an example of someone who left a comment on one of my YouTube videos. He said um, something like the first word he said was, was crap, right? It was just like crap, like this is crap. And then he said, uh, Michael Williams might be a great speaker, a good speaker, good teacher, but he has nothing to offer to or nothing to say to people who stutter. And then he went on to explain a little bit why he says, because we cannot control our speech. We can't control the way that we speak. Number one, we cannot control the way we speak. Number two, because I think we were talking about some form of, of thinking. He said, number two, we cannot control what we think, especially about our stammer block. Our brains go, we has a belief speech. So right there, they've limited themselves. They're done. There's nothing that they can do until they change that belief. That person at most might be able to find some techniques or strategies that help them manage their speech. But in terms of transcending and becoming an excellent speaker and leaving stuttering and stammering behind, that person will never be able to do that until they change that belief that they don't have any control over the way they speak and the way they think. So today, one of the first things that you will need to do is to believe that you actually can, you actually can control All right. Now, the second thing is that changing, or let's just say controlling your thoughts or thinking is a learnable habit. It's a learnable habit. It's a learnable habit. Okay, give me just a second. So it's a learnable habit. Now, why is that important? It's important to understand that your thinking 
and that your control over your thinking and the way that you think is a habit that you can learn. It's a habit that you can develop, right? So if you think about it as something that's out of your control, then you won't believe nor will you try to learn how to control it or to learn to think in a different way or to learn to behave in a different way, right? So you have to understand and believe that controlling controlling your thoughts is a learnable habit. So it's something that you can learn to do. You can control what you think and how often you think it, as well as the emotions attached to those thoughts, right? So you can learn to create a new way, a new pattern, a new habit of thinking. That's very important. So think about those two things. Number one, you can change and control your thoughts or your thinking. You can. Two, it's learnable. It's something that you can learn. So it's something that once you learn it, you make it a habit, it's something that can happen automatically. So you're not constantly trying to think this way and think that way. Right? You can develop patterns of thinking. All right, here's the third one. The third one says that your thoughts, your thoughts control or impact or impact your actions or your behaviors. Okay, so there's a little something that I'm going to write for you here that that breaks this down. It's an old saying that you've heard before. I'm going to write it down for you. But this, too, is obviously very important that you understand that what you think, how often you think it, either control directly or impact your actions. And here's what I want to write for you. And it says this. And you've seen this before. So you sow a thought. You reap an act. You sow an act. You reap a habit. Sow a habit. You reap a character, and you sow a character, and you reap a destiny, okay? So let's walk through these. Okay, good, 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 good. So... You sow a thought, you reap an act. Sow an act, you reap a habit. Sow a habit, you reap a character. Sow a character, you reap a destiny. Let's just break this down because it's very, very important. Sowing a thought means you're having that thought, thinking that thing, whatever it is, you're thinking that thing over and over. So what's a specific example? 
you're thinking about, I'm just giving you a very, very specific one. You're thinking about, you're in a meeting and you're thinking about not stuttering, not stammering, not blocking, not getting stuck. I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to stutter in this meeting. I don't want to get stuck when I introduce myself or when I say this or when I say that. So I'm, I'm sowing that thought. <clears throat> so the more I sow that thought, the more I reap an act. Now, what's the act that can be reaped from this thought? Well, the act is you start becoming more anxious. You start worrying more. And guess what probably happens? You actually stutter. You actually stammer. You actually block on the things that you don't want. Now, why? And once again, you've heard me say this before. So if I ask you, for example, to, uh, to not think about red, do not think about red. It can be the color red, it can be a, a car that's red, it can be a dress that's red. I don't want you to think about red. Don't think about red. Okay. Now, what probably happened to most of you, if not all of you, some of you thought about the, the word red. You actually saw the letters R-E-D. Some of you saw a color. You actually saw just the color red. Some of you saw a red car, a red dress, a red whatever. But you thought about red. But I said that I don't want you to think about red. So for those of you that did, why did you think about red? Well, whenever you're telling yourself not to think about something, now watch this. When you're telling yourself not to think about something, what you end up doing, what your brain almost has to do, is it has to know what it is that you're telling it not to think about, right? It has to reference that item or that concept. So if you say, don't, I don't want to stutter. I don't want to get stuck on this word. I hope I don't get stuck. What your brain has to do is it has to, has to define that, right? So it has to say, well, what is it that I'm not supposed to be doing? What is it that I don't want to do? What are the words that I don't want to stutter? And then it's, oh, and what does that actually feel like? So he's telling me that, that he doesn't want me to stutter or get stuck or, or block on these words. What does that actually mean? What does it feel like? So sometimes subconsciously, if not consciously, your brain very, very quickly goes back, finds those words, finds those experiences that you had in the past. And it says, oh, okay, this is what he doesn't want me to do. This is what this feels like. This is what this looks like. This is what happens when I get stuck on these words. Okay, well, we don't want to do that, right? We want to avoid that. So the whole time that you're telling yourself you don't want to do it, you're actually thinking about doing it because there's no other way, right? You can't think about not doing it if you're actually referencing the thing that you don't want to do. By, by, very, by very definition, you're thinking about doing it. You're thinking about stuttering or stamp. So the more you sow, for example, those thoughts, the more you reap those actions, that is getting stuck, even getting nervous right over it. So you sow an act, that is if you keep doing the same things over and over and over again, what happens is you reap, that is, you create, you develop a what? A habit. And a habit is something that you and I do automatically. We don't really have to think about it. We might have to think at the beginning, at the activation of the habit, and we might think about it when we stop, 
but we don't have to think about the habit itself. It's automatically. Okay. So if you keep doing the same thing or even thinking the same things over and over, then you can create a habit where it happens automatically. So often when you think about going to order coffee or you think about introducing yourself, automatically your brain goes into this routinous and you start feeling anxious automatically. You don't even have to try. You don't have to think about becoming anxious or think it just automatically happens as soon as as soon as there's that trigger of, hey, I got to introduce myself. I start feeling anxious. Right. And automatically I start thinking, oh, I'm probably going to get stuck again. I'm probably going to get stuck again. Habit, habit, habit. Right. Now, if you sow a habit, keep on sowing the habit. Keep so we keep going through the those habits. Then what happens is it gets built into our character, our personality. That is who we are. Someone once said that your character is who you are when you're by yourself and no one else is looking. What do you do? What are you thinking about? What are you saying? What are your actions, your behaviors, right? It's who you are when nobody's around to see. So a part of this has to do with your character, like who you are. Now, I can take this a step further and expand this word character and use a word that we've used before that you're going to hear me talk more and more about, and that is your identity, your speaking identity. That's your belief about who you are as a speaker. So if you believe that you're a stutterer, you're going to always be a stutterer. If you believe you have problems with your speech, you're going to always be a person that has problems with their speech. But if you believe that you're an excellent speaker, that you're an amazing speaker, that people love to speak with you, they love to talk with you, that when you speak, people listen, they love it, and they want more. If you actually believe that, I have people that I'm working with right now who it's a little difficult for him to actually believe that, but people are telling him. Like whenever he does uh, a workshop, he works for a multinational company. This guy lives in Australia, multinational company. Everyone's telling him, you're an amazing speaker. You're a great speaker. You did an excellent job. He puts update, vid- update videos on in our group. <clears throat> and I've actually shared one of them um, on YouTube. In fact, my wife watched one of his videos. She said, wow, he's a great speaker, right? So people love the way. So his identity is slowly changing, right? But if he doesn't allow it to change or he doesn't believe it, no matter what people tell him, no matter how good his speech actually is, he'll always stay where he is. He will never fully walk into that new identity. Speech will never be as good as it could be. Now, I know that it will be because he's on that path, but I'm just saying, so this becomes a part of the character, who you are, also your identity, who you see yourself to be. Now, this is so very important to this whole process and why this video is very important because it doesn't matter what therapies you go through, what treatments, it doesn't even matter if they work, but if you don't learn to control your thinking and it comes down to character, you're always going to find yourself sliding back. You're never really going to believe that you are the kind of speaker 
that you can be and that in, for, in some cases that you might already be, right? So thinking, your mindset, your identity, your character has to change. It has to change. If not, no matter what you do, you'll always find yourself regressing and just sliding back. All right. So if you reap a character, you sow. If you reap a character, you say, I think I got that one mixed up. You sow a character. No, no. You sow a character and you reap a destiny. Destiny is basically uh, the life that you want to and that you can experience. So what kind of life do you want to experience? Do you want to be able to go out and get the jobs that you want? Do you want to be able to create your own business? Do you want to be able to take your business to the next level? Do you want to be able to take advantage of speaking opportunities to introduce yourself, to be more social, to have better relationships, to improve your finances, to improve your health, to feel more peaceful and calm and not constantly worried? That's a part of your destiny, right? So if you want to reap that kind of a destiny, you got to come all the way back up to where? Your thoughts, right? What are you thinking on a re regular and daily basis? So right into very specific thoughts and how you can implement this. And we talked earlier about having inputs and outputs. So what are the inputs? What are the thoughts that you want to have so that you can, let's just say, let's just target this. You want to feel more, you can use the word, Right? We want to feel and we want to be, right? We want to feel and we want to be. We also want to speak smoothly, right? Say smoothly, smoothly, and, and let's say clearly. I want to speak clearly. So let's just target these things. We want to start feeling more relaxed, more calm, less anxious, more calm, more relaxed, more confident. Can walk in, can handle any speaking situation, right? Uh, you want to speak more smoothly, more fluidly. You want to be able to say the things you want to say when you want to say them, the way you want to say them. It doesn't matter what the situation is. You can say. It. Now, this doesn't mean that your speech is going to be uh, perfectly one hundred percent fluent all the time because it's not. Mine isn't right, and that's not even the goal. You can be an amazing speaker. An excellent speaker is not going to be 100% fluent 100% of the time. I want to reinforce that, and I say that every time. <clears throat> so just keep that in mind. You're not going for absolute perfection all the time. Okay, It's okay to have some disfluencies. Everyone has them. So here are the goals that we're going for. Right? These are the outputs. So what are the inputs? So, so let me give you some very specific examples and some things that you can do to create these inputs for yourself, right? And the inputs we're talking about are the thoughts that you have on a regular basis. So if I want to feel more relaxed, calm, more confident, what do I need to think in order to become more calm, relaxed, 
and confident. So there's a law or two that I want you to remember. One of them is called the law of mental equivalency or the law of mind. The law of mental equivalency, the law of mind. And it says that your thoughts objectify themselves, that your thoughts are things. Your thoughts become reality, right? Everything that you see around you, everything that you're standing on, that you're looking at, what you're looking, what you're watching was once a thought. So someone's thought objectified itself. It became a reality. Everything that you see was once a thought, okay? So if then the reality that I want to experience, remember the destiny, if that's what I want to experience, I want to experience, I want to be more relaxed, more calm and confident, then what are the thoughts that I need to have in order to make me feel more relaxed, more calm, and more confident. So remember the law of mental equivalency. Now, here's, here's another law, and then we'll talk about those thoughts. It's called the law of substitution. And the law of substitution says that you and I basically can't think two thoughts at the same exact moment. We can bounce back and forth very, very quickly, but we can't think two thoughts at the same exact time. There can be some things that we're thinking subconsciously and thinking something else, even doing something else consciously. So it's just unconscious beneath the conscious level. And then on a conscious level, that can happen. But as far as your attention, you can only attend to, you can only focus one thought at a time. Okay. So then the question is, or using the law of substitution, you can substitute, you can push out or crowd out one thought with another. So let's talk about a very specific example. You have to give a report, be it at work, school, and there's some words in there that you generally struggle with. We might even struggle with giving the report itself because you know you have, to, you have to stand up or you have to sit there and there's people watching and stuff, so you just start getting. So now you start thinking about the fact that historically I've struggled, I've gotten stuck on some words, or I've really cut it short so I wouldn't get stuck. These are your thoughts. What do you have to do? Well, instead of thinking that, you push those thoughts out, right? You push those thoughts out with a set of new thoughts, okay? This is important. You're currently thinking, whatever it is that you're thinking, hey, I've got to give the support. I usually get stuck. You stop that thinking. Sometimes it's by saying, stop, that's not helpful. And then you start thinking this over here instead. You crowd out the negative thoughts with positive thoughts. So what are some positive thoughts that you can think in that moment? Well, there's a lot, right? So I'm just going to give you some examples. Um, In the Pro90 speech system, you actually have a set of affirmations that you can start with. We also talk about self-talk, right? The importance of self-talk. That's really what we're talking about right here, self-talk. The ability to talk to yourself in the moment and tell yourself certain things. You can do this. You do have control over your thinking in the moment. You can learn to control your thinking in the moment. It's a habit. It's a skill. So you're in the moment. You can tell yourself, wait, I can take my time. I don't have to rush. Just relax. It's okay. It's going to be fine. Just relax. Take your time. You don't have to rush. Uh, You can take your time and say what you want to say. That's just an example. 
you can say, if you're worried about what other people are thinking, you can say something like, you know what? I don't really care what anyone thinks. I'm going to take my time and say what I want to say the way that I want to say it. That's another example. You can say, like, you know what? You're an excellent speaker. You're going you're gonna to have a great time saying this. You're going to say this smoothly. You're going to clearly articulate. What's, what is it that you really want them to know in this report? What's, the, what's most valuable in this report? And you want to make sure that you say it in a way that you're holding their attention. Now, you're saying this to yourself, right? You're sitting there. You're preparing yourself. And you're actually saying, you know, I want to make sure that everyone gets a clear idea of what I'm saying. So I want to make sure I'm speaking smoothly and clearly. And I want to make sure that it's structured so that people can follow this. It's what we call VIC. You've heard me talk about VIC, value, impact, and control. So you're thinking about that. Something else you can think about, modeling. Modeling is the foundation of the Pro90D speech system. It's also the way you learn to speak your first language at least. So everyone models. Everyone has modeled. It's very natural. It's a proven way to learn. It's one way. So you can think about, okay, how would my model say this? How would my model be feeling right now? How would my model act right now, right? Most people, if not almost everyone who's very successful at what they do, has modeled someone else along the way. Athletes, musicians, business leaders, military, it doesn't matter. There's someone else that they pattern themselves after, at least some aspect of that other person's life. Virtually everyone, virtually everyone. So you can think about your model. So what are you doing? When you're thinking about your model, you're talking to yourself. You're telling yourself to relax. And there are some physical things you can do. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Telling yourself to relax. You are substituting. You're crowding out. You're pushing out those other thoughts. Well, I can't do this. I hope I don't do this. I'm going to make sure I avoid doing it. I don't want to get stuck. out With these other more the thoughts, your model, you're talking to yourself, you're telling yourself to relax, take your time. You're saying, I don't really care what anyone thinks here. Uh, you're talking to yourself, so you're substituting. So the law of substitution is going to be one of your primary tools to help yourself not think the things that you don't want to think, right? There's, there's things that you don't want to think about. So how do you not think about them? You substitute them with something that's more constructive, with something that's more helpful. Those can come from affirmations. They can come from modeling, come from your self-talk, things that you tell yourself, okay? Now, there are also some things that you can do. We've talked about this before. There's another law called the law of reversibility. Uh, in many cases, you and I can impact or control the way that we act by the way that we think and the way that we feel, right? So if we're feeling confident, we're thinking, hey, I can do this, we start feeling more confident, generally that impacts our actions. Even if it's a little bit, we can, we can start to feel. Some of you have good days where you feel really good, you feel really confident, right? Some of this has to do with dopamine as well. But you feel really good, and so you speak better, okay? But there are times where you feel anxious and you feel nervous, and you can't, with your thinking, you can't directly change in the moment those feelings. So you have a presentation you're about to do. This has happened to me. You feel, you're feeling anxious. You're feeling a little nervous about it, right? 
can't change that right now directly. But what I can do is with my thoughts, I can indirectly change those feelings. Here's how. Here's how. Listen, are you ready? The law of reversibility says that I can change the way I feel by changing my actions. Because I have control over my body. I have control over my actions, right? So what do I do? Well, I can breathe. I can breathe deeper. I can breathe more. I have control over my breathing. I can just stop. Take a breath. Right? Number two, I can slow my movements down. I can slow my body movements down, my body language. I can use body language and slow everything down. Some of you have heard me talk about this. There's at least four things that you can control. Your thinking, your breathing, your body language, moving your body, right? Slower instead of being tense, right? Not moving at all. And all of a sudden you're storing up all that energy and you're getting more stress, right? Move your body, release some of that energy, orchestrate slower and smoother speech. You can control your body language. You can control the rate of your speech. So what if you're getting stuck? You can slow your speech down. You can breathe deeper. And if you do those things, if you do those things in the moment, eventually what you find is that you start to feel or relax. Your heart stops, right? Your heart starts to slow down and you start feeling, you start getting into a flow. Now, some of you are just going to take what I'm saying today. You're going to go out and you're going to try to implement that and nothing else. And for some of you, it's going to work sometimes, but not all the time. And here's why. It goes back to sowing a thought, reaping an action, sowing an action, or sowing an act, reaping a habit. Transforming your speech and your mindset, your way of thinking, and your speaking identity is a process, a sowing and a reaping process. So you cannot expect to go out and to implement something and have it work consistently long-term over time, right? Simply, probably isn't going to work. But what you can do is you can put into place this new habit of changing the way you think on a daily basis, changing the way you act on a daily basis, creating new habits on a daily basis, being very consistent so that when you have those higher pressure moments or when you're speaking to someone, you've been building the new way of thinking and the new way of acting or speaking. You've been building that all along. Your brain doesn't change overnight. It can have a chemical change where because of because of neurotransmitters, you can experience all of a sudden fluency for whatever, but structural change has to be something that's changed over time with consistent effort, consistent effort. Does this make sense? And this is the reason why we have the complete Pro90D smooth speech system, right? It's a complete system and you really do have to do the whole thing. Right. If you pick and if you just do the affirmations, yeah, that might benefit you to a certain degree. You got to do the modeling practice. You got to do the other stuff that changes the way you speak physically. Because if not, if not, then what's going to happen is you're just going to find yourself using this tip, this trick, this tool, this technique, 
and you're never going to get to where you really want to get. So you want the complete system. Now, some of you are going to just take advantage of my free stuff, which is great, and I hope that it helps you. Those of you that want a complete system so that you can change both your mindset, uh, your speaking identity, right? The way that you speak, you can become an excellent speaker. This is really for people that want to take their speech to the next level they need to. Then you can do this in one or two ways. You can work self-study, right? You can work it on your own and everything you need is there. The problem is that uh, many people take a very, very long time to get to where they want because of inconsistency, distractions, people get frustrated, oh, this isn't working. Yes, it's working, it's just taking more time. Or uh, maybe they're, they're actually not doing something that they need to do. Well, no, I don't really wanna do the modeling practice, that's too hard. What do I need to do the modeling practice for anyway? I don't really need that, I'll just do this. So, so they left out a major part of the process. So of course, they're not gonna get the results they want. Or I'm just gonna do this once or twice a week. Okay, so a lot of people that work it on their own take a long time and they may not get the results, uh, the complete results they're looking for. So for someone who's in a position, you can afford this. Uh, if you can afford this, you want to take advantage of the coaching. Now, uh, very, very soon, coming up in 2020, I'm going to start training coaches all over the world. I've been working on perfecting the system and it's not perfect yet, but it works. It works. That's why we have people from all over the world who come. I have people who are multi, multi millionaires, multi, multi, multi millionaires, CEOs of companies, um, doctors and scientists. And I say this all the time because I want you to know the caliber of people. They can get any program. They come to me because of the scientific basis of Pro 90D and that it actually works if you do the work, just like a language program, right? It works if you do the work. So, what you want to remember, and the reason that I got into all of that is to let you know that everything starts with your thinking, but you have to be consistent, right? You have to be consistent with those thoughts so that you develop the habits, right? The habit of thinking a certain way. So we talked about some inputs, right? We talked about specific speaking situation. You're in a meeting. Your default way of thinking is, ah, oh, I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to stutter on this. That's default. So what do I have to do? I have to substitute that, to crowd that out with a new pattern of thinking, a new set of thoughts. Oh, you can do this. You can take your time. You don't really have to worry about what anyone's saying. Just take your time. You can say those things to yourself. You can say, okay, how would my model speak right now? Well, how do you know you're... Where you're studying, you have to study and practice speaking like your models, the fastest way, really. Then there are some things that you can do, right? The law of reversibility. I can reverse the process and act my way into feeling calm and confident. Act my way into feeling uh, confident, right? So how do I do that? Well, I move slower. I make sure that I'm breathing. I slow my speech down. I have a great posture, right? Uh, how do I know how to act? You model someone who acts confident, who speaks in a confident way. It's, it's the fastest way, right? It's one of the powers of modeling. So you, the law of reversibility. So we got the law of substitution, the law of reversibility. We also talked about the law of mental equivalency, which is basically that your thoughts actually become things. They actually become your reality. So whatever it is that you're thinking about, if you're thinking about getting stuck or not getting stuck, that you don't want to, you're actually going to get that thing that you don't want, which is 
you're going to get stuck. You're going to feel more anxious. You're probably going to get stuck. So you have to change your thinking. You have to substitute your current thinking with something that's better and more constructive. And you have to be consistent about it. So here's a couple of pointers. You can't just do it when you're under pressure because it probably won't work or won't work consistently. You have to remember, if we go back, we said that it's learnable, right? We said it's learnable. So you have to learn it and know to low pressure. You learn it, practice it. You practice it in no pressure. You practice it in low pressure, family and friends, maybe where you don't feel like you need it. You practice it slightly higher pressure. And then you, you keep challenging yourself in higher and higher pressure speaking situations. You're learning, you're developing the habit of being able to control your thinking in all of those different types of speaking situations. Okay. Does that make sense? So what I want to invite you guys to do and we're going to uh, just bring Anthony on for a few minutes to just share his thoughts. Um, maybe he's had with thinking and some of the solutions that he's come up with. Uh, remember someone I might might have been Anthony. Anthony, you might have uh, published this. You, you read a study um, or an article about rewarding yourself. Right. When you're going through this process of developing new habits, you want to reward yourself for the habits that you're developing. So in other words, if you speak well, say, wow, reward yourself. Wow, I spoke really well. I'm going to go out and, and, uh, and treat myself to something, right? I spoke really well. You pat yourself on the back. You also have to be very consistent, especially in the beginning of the process. You're, you're consistent and you reward yourself. So I think it was you that shared that article with our group. But you can talk about just uh, some of the challenges that you've had and some of the things that you've done um, and some of the things that you're actually doing to overcome them now. So we'll let you come on in just a minute. What I do want to do, though, is encourage those of you who are here now or that may be watching a replay of this. Uh, if you're a professional and you have lots of speaking opportunities or you have opportunities that you're not taking advantage of, you want to have better professional life. You want to have better professional opportunities. You want to have a better social life. You want to do better financially, right? And you know that you can't speech is standing in the way. It's confidence issues with your speech. You might be a very confident person, but just a small area of your speech, speech. If you want to stop worrying about your speech constantly, will I be able to say this? Um, I got to switch this word. I can't say that word. Right. So you're having to sometimes dumb down what you're saying because you can't say this word or these letters or whatever. Or at least you think you can. If you're a professional and you understand the value of investing in your education, in yourself and definitely in your speech, then I want you to go ahead and book an assessment session with me. I'll go ahead and plug that into the chat box and I'll also send it to you by email, but I'll plug it in to the chat box. You only want to book an assessment session if you're ready to do this now. All, right. All the information that you need is on the website as far as how this works and so forth. So if you plan to do it six months from now, then get back in contact with me closer to that time. Only if you're like, you just need to talk to me, you need to verify some things. You may have a thousand questions. That's okay too. But you know that, you know what? 
something that I want to do. I'm financially prepared to do this like pretty much now. Then you want to book an assessment session with me. And what we'll do is we will talk about where you are now. I'll answer all your questions. We'll assess your speech now. We'll talk about where you want to be, right? How would you like to be speaking? We'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about how we're going to get you there, exactly how we're going to get you there. Okay. Uh, for those of you that are just not ready for that, do the self-study. We'll, we'll see if we can find and put a link for the self-study in the chat box for you as well. Start with the self-study. Uh, for those of you that simply can't afford anything, then take advantage, get the complete system and or work with me. Don't accelerate this process because you're going to be missing opportunities. Uh, Anthony can tell you, just if you can afford it, just don't waste the time. You're going to spend the money somewhere, right? You're not spending it on me. You're spending it on yourself. And the return that you get, I mean, I've helped people who've earned tens of thousands, sometimes more than that, definitely more than that over the course of their lifetime, but sometimes instantly tens of thousands of dollars they've gotten back in a job or in a promotion. So this is a financial investment that you're making in yourself. All right. So let's see if we can bring Anthony on. Uh, here you go, Anthony. So this can be a little tricky. Okay, let's see. All right. Give me just a moment, Anthony, to get you in here. If anyone has any questions, uh, please feel free. Please feel free to go ahead and ask those questions now. Okay, where are we? Hmm. Looks like I'm having a difficult time getting you in here, Anthony. Um, yeah, I'm having a difficult time getting you in, Anthony. So if you'd like to share something while I'm working on this, if you'd like to share something via the chat, that would be great. And I want to get these links for everyone. So give me just a moment. So guys, if you have questions, please go ahead and ask those questions now and I'll be happy to answer them. Okay. So there's a link. If you, if you guys want to have a conversation with me, Remember the, the criteria for that, though you need to be ready. And let's see if we can find the link to the self-study. Okay, here's a link for the self-study. All right. So there's that. Okay. Uh, any questions for me? Okay. So if you're asking about, someone asked, how much does the system cost? If you're asking about the self-study, the latest self-study, uh, there's various options. For the basic option, it is $99. For the option that has its own mobile application, videos and audios, the complete system for speaking and for presentation, 
confidence speaker success. That's when we're talking about changing mindset. That's one on that page and it'll give you those options. Um, in fact, let me just look in the question and answer box here. So Abdullah is asking, Michael, is modeling with using a conversational voice more difficult than with the presentation of voice or is it the same difficulty? Okay, that's a great question. That's a great question. So we're talking about uh, modeling and... So you're obviously familiar with the system where you have kind of a presentational style, which is somewhat what I'm using now. Then there's conversation, right? I try to make my presentational style and conversational style very, very similar. It's not a whole lot of difference. I try to be conversational when I'm presenting. So what I did is I just started out when I initially started. I would say, okay, I'm just going to speak the way that I do what I model. Because when I model, when I present, I speak very well, right? So let me try to use that, just the same style, when I converse. So I just start out, right, with that enthusiasm. And you say, oh, that's, that's weird. But wait, think of it like a dial. So you start out that way and you say, but wait a minute, I'm conversing. Let me just tone it down a little. Let me turn it down. So you start that way and then you turn it down, right? And what you'll find is the more you do it, the more you'll get used to regulating, okay, I'm conversing with someone. This is the way I'll speak. All right, I'm, present, I'm presenting. Let me turn it up, right? You'll get used to it. But one thing that you can start out doing is just start out using the presentational style, and then after you get into it, immediately turn it down a little. Think of a dial. Like you get from 1 to 10. You never turn it off. You turn it down. I hope that that's helpful for you. Anthony, did you, when you came into the webinar, did you come back in using the new invitational link or the old one? Because it's somehow it's not allowing me to invite you as a guest, and that's that's the problem. <clears throat> so I'm not sure if you actually used the old link or the new one. But we will have you actually create a little short video to that I'm going to add to this webinar. So uh, talk about your thoughts about thinking, and we'll actually add it to this webinar video. And if anyone has some questions for Anthony, Anthony was a previous client, a recent previous client um, of mine, and he's here, and he can answer any questions for you. Okay, so someone else is asking, what's the cost of the system? So I've put a link to the self-study system, again, 99 or 199. You can go and see the difference there. Click that link. For the coaching, the coaching starts at, uh, let's call it 2000, it's 1999. It goes all the way up to about $6,000 to work with me for a year. So those are for folks um, that obviously can afford it and want to accelerate their process. Trust me when I say this, I've been doing it for a very long time. It doesn't matter if it's my system or someone else's. When you're working on your own, it takes longer. And there are many people who simply never get to where they want because of human nature. We just, we get off track. We're inconsistent. We pick and choose. We look for the easiest stuff, right? That's not only things happen when we're working on our own. And that's the reason. It's, it's not the system. It's just we're not doing the whole system. So uh, if you want to accelerate your process, then 
do the coaching. But does anyone have any questions for Anthony? Any any questions? Oh, you can come on stage now, Anthony? Yes, there we go. Uh-huh. Okay. So I've invited you on stage. Go ahead and try to come on stage. And for those of you that would like to stick around, you can. If you're not able to stick around, then you can always watch the replay. Um, so, so see if we can get you on now. All right. Yeah. So we've got the invitation. And we'll just wait for you to come on. In the meantime, any other questions for me or for Anthony? So Anthony's going to come on. If you have some specific questions, you can put those in the question and answer area, or you can throw them into the chat box, which I'm monitoring right now. Okay. Any other questions about the system, cost of the system, which if you click those links, it'll give you the cost. Be sure to read through everything. You know, scan through it, of course, scan through it, then go back and start reading the very um, specific items there and take your time. Uh, but if it's something that you know that you want to do, do it now as opposed to waiting for six months. For you. Some of you are wondering if this really works. So all that I can tell you is that there are people outside of my system who have improved their speech. So, yes, people can improve their speech. People can become excellent speakers. People have done it outside of Pro90D. And there are lots and lots of people who've done it inside Pro90D. So just look and see what those people are saying. Um, okay, let's see what's going on. It's probably some kind of connection issue. Let me try this again, Anthony. So I'm inviting you again. Let's see if um, you can come on this way. Uh, all right. You can hear and see me well. And if it, if it doesn't allow you, uh, we'll, yeah, okay, there you go. Yes, sir, I can. Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. So, Anthony, can you hear me? All right, let's just take a few minutes, let's take about okay. five minutes, and... There's someone here that has a question that you can probably answer. In fact, I know you can. And they're asking, how long does it take to complete how long does it the take system? To complete that's the a system. tricky question, isn't it? How long uh, does it take see. to complete Officially, the system? It take how would you answer months. that? It took me three months to complete the system formally. Um, however, I would probably say to build the new habits is probably going to take you closer to around six to eight months. And then even from there, you still have to try and make it permanent. So it's going to take you longer than three months for sure to get to a level where you're probably going to be very comfortable with your speech without you having to think about it all the time. However, I've found that if, I'm, if I try and have fun with my speech, if I try and challenge myself here and there, then, then I don't really think about the time because I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying practicing. Yeah. Exactly. So, so let me add to that. So what we're talking about now isn't a treatment 
per se for stuttering, although it does have that effect. We're really talking about building new habits, new thinking habits, what we just talked about today, and speaking habits. Speaking well is a skill that you can develop. doesn't matter if you stutter or not. It doesn't matter. Anthony can tell you, all of my other clients tell you, you can develop a new way of speaking. It's not strange. It's actually very good. You're actually going to become a better speaker than you would have been. These are habits. And the studies show that it can take anywhere from a minimum to 18 days, about three weeks, which is where I start to see people start to change their speech somewhat, right? Three weeks. Those are for simple habits like brushing your teeth, drinking a glass of water every day or something like that. Simple habits. The average is about six, about 66, excuse me, 66 days. It's about two months. That's where it starts to become automatic for people. It starts to become automatic. It's not automatic yet. It starts. And then you go out from there and it takes about, I think, 254 days or so. And that's just, those, these are estimates, but this is what the study shows. So you're looking at a little over eight months, nine months, call it a year. Uh, but as Anthony said, you're having fun, right? So this is not about stopping something. When, when can I stop stuttering? Even though I know that wasn't your question is how long does it take to complete the system? But for some people, it's like, well, when can I stop this? No, it's how long will it take me and how can I keep speaking smoother and smoother, clearer and clearer, more and more confident. And that's progressive. So you actually just keep getting better and better. And if you're speaking smoothly and clearly and confident, let's say 95% of the time, right? Well, the stuttering automatically goes down. You can't be doing both, right, at equal levels. So if you're focusing on the one, the other takes care of itself. So let me let, let Anthony sure go thing, and share. Michael. Um, um, some of his thoughts so about, when about we talk of thinking, thinking we're talking about mindset. your thinking and right? any struggles that you so, might have had. Okay. I can give a short account as to how my speech was pre-pronounced day. And my mindset pre-pronounced day was of the stutterer's mindset. So that means is I was very hesitant and I was very avoidant of speaking situation. Every time I would be say, call on to speak, like maybe in class to do a presentation, or even if it's to go and have some coffee or food or whatever, I would always feel the sense of anticipation. And I'd always want to avoid that feeling because it doesn't feel great to try and speak and then get stuck on your words. So I started to realize that the stuttering mindset was actually the very thing that was making me stutter before because I knew that I was able to actually speak well because at home with my brothers and with my mother, I was able to speak quite fluently. And if I was able to, and if I read aloud on my own at home, I was completely fluent. So to a degree, I knew that it was something to do with my mindset. So once I enrolled for the coaching for ProNHD, um, what had to shift was how I thought about myself as a speaker. Sure, there's techniques, there's tricks, there's tips and, and, and what I've used, but the most important thing to alter would be your mindset because we are able to have a lot of control as we're speaking. It's usually that we're so used to dreading speaking that 
once we begin speaking, we, we start to think destructive thoughts, sort of constructive thoughts, right? So I would probably say that changing your mindset to that way, like you're able to realize that you have a lot of, of control over your thoughts, which will then drive your speech. I, I wouldn't really say it begins automatically, although it may. It might happen automatically for some people. I know for me it didn't, it wasn't automatic, right? But with time, as you keep on working on your mindset to have a positive, constructive speaker's mindset, your physical ability to speak well is just going to follow suit. So, I mean, the challenges that I had was probably reverting back to the old mindset because it's what my brain is used to. But like any habit, we have to immerse ourselves in the new instead of trying to avoid the old. So it's not easy, but it's very much worth um, training and practicing and thinking constructively instead of destructively. So I think that's what I'll have to say about mindsets. Yeah. That's a good point. <clears throat> uh, it's not about trying to avoid the old, which is, goes back to my initial example of when you're trying not to think about something, that is, you're trying not to do something, you're trying to avoid that thing, right? You want to avoid stuttering, avoid, like I would ask people, what were you thinking of, like right then while you were talking to me, or what were you thinking of in that meeting? They'd say, well, I was trying to avoid getting stuck, trying to avoid stuttering. It's not about trying to avoid that. It's, it's about trying to embrace and trying to actually speak smoother. So you have a positive, constructive goal that you're moving towards. Modeling helps you do that much easier and faster. You focus on speaking like your model. You focus on speaking smoother, not on trying to avoid stuttering. It's a huge shift in your mindset, in your think, in your way of thinking. And once you can get that, it's not about not stuttering, treating stuttering, trying to stop stuttering. It's all about how can I speak smoother and smoother, clearer, clearer, more and more confidently. How can I, how can I start seeing myself as an excellent speaker? So it says, well, how do you do that if all of your experiences are showing you that you're not there, that you actually do stutter? So Anthony, I got a question for you. When you heard this, you're like, okay, uh, Michael's saying that that I need to start to try to think about and try to speak smoother, let's say, and feel more confident. But how can someone do that when every time they open their mouth to speak, they're getting stuck and they're stuttering? What what helps that transition? What transitions you from where sure. you are right now, the reality, um, to probably say actually living into what that, well that for me new belief that, that you have? Point would be focusing on the smallest of successes that you can accumulate because changing how you speak is fundamentally changing a very deep aspect of yourself and your mind is going to have a lot of resistance to that and that resistance initially where we learn about how we can transform our speech and when we go out and speak 
mm, we might be all excited about the new discovery, if you will, that we can actually transform our speech. But the problem now comes in when our old habits now begin to sink back in and try and take over, we, we end up feeling discouraged or let down. So instead, what we have to focus on is, is to recognize that it's, a, it's an incremental journey at a time. So the smallest of increments, we have to be able to observe those ones and be able to reward ourselves on those tiniest of steps. Because I think one of the greatest things, one of the greatest tools in our arsenal would be um, the law of compounding interest. So in this case, transforming our speaking style and our speaking identity is not going to be overnight. However, if we were to gradually and incrementally apply all, all of those changes, then over time, the law of compounding interest will help us know that they'll all stack up and then there'll, there'll come a time that maybe your speech probably won't be at the level you want it to be, but you would have made so much progress that all you're seeing is a progress. So you're going to be on this high where you're all of a sudden so excited about your speech, all of a sudden so excited about the way you're speaking, the way your speech has been completely transformed. And all of a sudden you're very smooth and, and fluent and confident when it comes to speaking. But all of that came from recognizing that it's a step at a time and observing the smallest of increments. That will prevent us from sliding back down and thinking, oh, this isn't working, or uh, I thought that it would work if I try, if I was to try and add a, add a bit more effort. But if you're able to shift your perspective to the smallest of increments, you set yourself up for success because all you ever see are successes, and then you ignore the failures. <laughs> very good very good i'm not even going to really add to that because you you said it perfectly <laughs> so uh keep that keep his his response in mind it was absolutely wonderful and, and right on the mark uh, we're going to wrap up i'm just going to answer this one other small question uh someone paul asked what is my thoughts about speech devices so I've never used a speech device, uh, did a little research on it, but I've had plenty of clients use them, plenty of clients. And I can just report back to you what they told me is that they, for most of them, they worked for a little while and then they stopped. So um, for some people, they may work longer term, obviously, but for most of the people that came to me anyway, it worked and then it stopped. Uh, for some of them, they didn't wanna have to have a device on their ear um, and so forth. So those devices can certainly work for some people. They can also be quite expensive. And keep in mind that the goal of Pro90D isn't really to help you to stop stuttering. I know that's what everything says because that's the population of people that I work with because that's where I come from. The goal is to help you to become an excellent speaker. So stuttering just happens to be the, the people people who struggle with their speech, stutter, stammer, speak too fast. Those are the people that I work with. But our goal is to help you go above and beyond that because the 
process is the same. <laughs> the process is so you might as well, you know, go above and beyond not stuttering to becoming an excellent speaker. And many of my clients actually are. Um, they either are excellent speakers already or they're becoming, meaning this process is helping them move to that next level. So that that's what I would say about devices that um, for some people, they work temporarily and then they stop. All right. Any other questions? Is good. Okay. It may so seem Anthony, like any, a daunting um, and impossible task. Last thoughts before we wrap it up. Speech, but it really isn't. Especially if you consider the, the thing that I just told you about the, the, the law of compounding interest. Um, it's only ever daunting and scary to transform your speech. You might see it as this really big task because only because you're so used to your speech being a certain way and you might also have a perspective of the way you think you should be because you've been practicing with your speech. However, you should also, I would advise, I would say that you should allow yourself on this journey. However, um, how would I say? The path may look a little bit rugged or tricky or rough, but as long as you focus on every step that you're taking and rewarding yourself accordingly, then it isn't a it isn't a thing of if, but when you achieve smooth uh, smooth speech and fluency. So I guess that's all I have to say as a parting shot. Thank you so much, Anthony, for uh, joining us again today. Thank all of you who were here live and those of you that will be watching this. I uh, also want to encourage those of you that want to accelerate your speech. Go ahead and visit the uh, smoothspeechsystem.com. And there's plenty of places there for you to book an assessment session with me. For those of you who don't really care about how long it takes you, then uh, you might want to check out no the self-study. Okay. And there's links there as well. So thank you so much. And we'll see you guys the next time.